Hebrews chapter 11, verse 22. By faith, Joseph, at the end of his life, made mention of the exodus of the Israelites and gave directions concerning his bones. Genesis 50, verses 22 through 26. So Joseph remained in Egypt, he and his father's house. Joseph lived 110 years, and Joseph saw Ephraim's children of the third generation. The children also of Machir, the son of Manasseh, were counted as Joseph's own. And Joseph said to his brothers, I am about to die, but God will visit you and bring you up out of this land to the land that he swore to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. Then Joseph made the sons of Israel swear, saying, God will surely visit you, and you shall carry up my bones from here. Mm-hmm. So Joseph died, being 110 years old. They embalmed him, and he was put in a coffin in Egypt. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. All right, so now we are moving on to Joseph and specifically to the end of his life. And, you know, I think it's really powerful that you know, Joseph's last words are remembering and clinging to the promise of God Absolutely. over his his family and mm-hmm. his people. And, and you know, Joseph's story, it's just one of the most mind-bending stories of Scripture, of just the, the absolute, you know, poverty and affliction through which he walked and yet remained faithful. And... and then how the Lord delivered and, um, you know, preserved him through it all to be reunited with his family and, and, you know, to see, uh, just great honor. And so he's reached the end of his life and he, he remembers the promise of God that he has not yet seen fulfilled, which is the promise has been given to Abraham, to Isaac, to Jacob that he will give the land um, of Canaan to them or give the promised land to him, to them. And so, yeah, what are, what are your thoughts on this passage as he speaks his last words? Yeah. So, you know, Joseph obviously is not perfect. You know, he, mm-hmm. he uh, was a sinner just like any of us, but Genesis does highlight a, a remarkably consistent and faithful life that Joseph lived. Yeah. And, and there were lots of lows, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was humbled uh, by his brothers and he was thrown into a literal pit. Yeah. He experienced all sorts of injustices. Um, he he had uh, like real trial in his life that would shake many people and many people would give him. And yet mm-hmm. he persevered in faith and the Lord dealt bountifully with him. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, you know, he he's like one of those people that uh, that we referred to back a few verses ago. He died without seeing the fulfillment of the promises made mm-hmm. uh, to his forefathers, and and so he leaves uh, this life not uh, having returned to the promised land, not seeing the fulfillment of all of the the promises that God made with Abraham, and then renewed throughout uh, his lineage. And, and so then we see Joseph uh, tell his family, hey, take my bones with you. Um, take me with you. And uh, in doing this, there's something so cool. He, he essentially predicts the exodus from Egypt. Mm-hmm. And, and, and he's so sure that God is going to do something to bring his people 
back to the promised land that he gets, you know, he, he, he has his family bind themselves so that they're not going to leave him behind. Mm-hmm. Like his, his final resting place in this life is going to be in the promised land. Yeah. And, and so it, it speaks to this, just, um, you know, life's been crazy. Uh, my circumstances don't necessarily tell me that, uh, all is going to go well. Yeah. If I were just to listen to my circumstances, uh, I, I'd probably have a little bit of doubt. Mm-hmm. But he trusted in the promises of the Lord. For him, the promises of the Lord were steadfast, and he knew that God would carry them out, and so he wanted to be a part of that. Yeah, you know, I, I really like how Hebrews eleven is painting faith as a very specific thing. You know, I think I think a lot of the times people, you know, I'll, I'll hear, especially you know, kind of in like interviews with artists and stuff, they'll talk about like. I'm a person of faith, but like, I don't, you know, really subscribe yeah. to any religion or mm-hmm. like, I don't really believe in organized religion. And, and you know, I, I love like the faith of Joseph is, is so specific to this specific promise of God right. th- that he's going to bring the people up out of Egypt and, and that there's a real like power to faith. And, and you know, so much so that we see it like directing the lineage um, of of God's redemption. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, there is a, a promise that he can hang his hat on. Mm-hmm. And it, it reminds me, I mean, there's so many things that the Lord has promised us. I think about, you know, so much of what's happening here in the Hall of Faith is people looking forward to uh, a better city, mm-hmm. right? They're, they're looking forward to, the inheritance that we have in Christ, yep. uh, a future hope. And, and the New Testament is just scattered with these yeah, gospel promises absolutely. that are ours and they are uh, unshakable, right? Yeah. Um, it, our future is as good as if it had already happened. Yeah. Um, you know, there's the, uh, in, in Romans 8, what, what's often referred to as the golden chain of salvation where, uh, where Paul says, and those whom God predestined, he also called, and those whom he called, he also justified, and those whom he justified, he also glorified. And that's one of those passages that's always been interesting because all of the things that the Lord did are past tense. So mm-hmm. he predestined. We know that predestination uh, happened before um, the foundations of the earth. So that's in the past. Mm-hmm. And he called those people. Okay, so that happened in the past. And he's justified. So, okay, that happened in the past. Like we know God presently. We have peace with him presently. But those whom he justified, he also glorified. Mm-hmm. Well, glorification is a future thing, right? Mm-hmm. But here it's past tense. Uh, and, and the idea there is, is uh, those whom God justified, uh, it's so certain that they will, re- that they will uh, reach glory and they yeah. will receive the promises granted to them through Jesus's life, death, and mm-hmm. resurrection, ascension to the right hand of the Father, that it's, it's so sure that it's as if it's already happened. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's what we see with somebody like Joseph. He, he's hanging his hat on the promises of God in such a way where he's like, yeah, like when this happens, make sure I'm a part of it. Family. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, we'll continue through Hebrews 11 tomorrow. But until then, for Jackson Randall, this is Will Carlisle. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. 
If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for our daily rhythm.